Aloha and welcome to A Dose of Positivity. I am your host, Donna Maltz, known to many as Mama Donna. And each week I invite positive, knowledgeable guests to share their wisdom, passion, inspiration, and their determination to positively impact our world. You will meet the most incredible social and environmentally responsible activists, artists, entrepreneurs, musicians, health and wellness advocates, making a difference with their lives and their careers. The goal here is to bring you more positivity into your life. We invite you to share your goodness and inspiration, ask questions, and please invite others who are looking to be part of a positively positive transformation. Thank you for joining us. Now it is time for a dose of positivity. Aloha, everyone. I want to welcome you all to a dose of positivity. And this week we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Harvey Eckhart, who will be coming on in just a few minutes. But before, I would like to uh, say how happy I am that you found us here and that we can inspire you to be the best version of yourself and live a more vibrant, positive life. And each week when we have these guests on, um, they're because they're people that you have wanted to hear and listen to, and your input is so important to the whole process of bringing positivity into the world. Because if there's something lacking in your life when it comes to health and wellness, or you're feeling the things in your environment of like social, socially and environmentally, social environmental justice, things that are really bothering you. Um, we come together each week to air our differences and to focus on the positive. And today we're going to be focusing on adjusting ourselves. And Dr. Harvey Eckert happens to be a renowned chiropractor and many other things. But how are you adjusting to these evolutionary times is the big question. And how can we here today support you, everybody who's on the call, and also with an expert like Dr. Harvey Eckert is willing to share his years and years of experience with us. 
So climate change and COVID are, sorry that my Chester agrees, <laughs> they're, they're here to stay, right? We, we've got this these crazy waves in the climate, we've got these crazy waves of viruses happening, and it leaves us all questioning really what is real and, and what is next for you and, and what is next for humanity moving forward. The state of the world can feel like such a burden, but at the same time is, is the greatest opportunity of all time if we decide it is. And that takes adjusting our attitudes, right? And part of this process to heal and to get over the COVID blues and the climate crisis and all these other personal things that try to bring us down is to stop doubting ourselves. And this comes with a healthy attitude and it comes with sharing your feelings like we're doing here today with those that you trust and who wish to help you adjust your mindset. So how do we do this? And that's so important because it isn't just one thing that's going to change all things, but adjusting our attitudes and our diets and our bodies can make all the difference in our outlook of the world. I'm going to repeat that. Adjusting our attitudes, our diets, and our bodies can make all the difference in our outlook in the world. You ever been to, hey, Harvey, just put on mute. Harvey just came in the house. So if you have ever been to a chiropractor, and let's, Dr. Harvey is one, and experienced the nagging pain, you know what I mean. But yet, yet it's just a simple adjustment that can make all the difference in your life. We just have to be willing to let go and to learn to posture ourselves to keep that magazine away. And Dr. Harvey is going to be actually showing us some posture techniques today, whether you're standing, you're sitting, you're exercising, whatever it is, whatever position you are in at any time, sleeping, what a difference that can make in adjusting your bodies and your mind and your attitude and your digestive system. So choosing mindful thoughts and words also help us adjust. And when you hear me speak, I very rarely say negative words to myself, to you, to anyone. And I, I, I read this post this week that was so awesome. It was about, uh, if we talk to ourselves like we talk to our animals, come here, darling, come here. And hey, would you like a treat? Come here, let me pet you, let me love you. And if we talk to ourselves like that, right? That just right there changes our attitude. That's an adjustment in our mind. Just think about it if you have a pet that you adore. So sometimes it takes a more persistent approach and many adjustments, but it is so worth it. It's not going to be like in this one call, we're going to, everything's going to change. You got to keep coming back for doses of positivity wherever you can get them. And by learning how to repair and to bridge the gaps in our lives, we have more quality of life. Yes. 
That's what we're all looking for is more quality of life. But how do we get it when things are so different, right? One of the most important things, and this is what Dr. Harvey, and I'm going to bring him on here in just a minute. He had to go run and get his computer, but he's here now. Hi, Dr. Harvey. Um, Aloha. Um, Aloha, honey. I love that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. I just want to finish saying one thing because it's, and then I'm going to introduce you and then you're going to just take it away, sweetheart. Okay. Okay. So today we're going to be talking, like I said, about adjusting your, your diets, your body, your mind, and how that affects your immune system. Because your immune system is essential for illness present, prevention. It's essential. If the government made it mandatory that we took care of our immune systems like they do wearing masks and social distancing, there'd be a lot less sick people because this is an immune system problem we're having right now. With the presence of the, the virus, this is extremely critical that we get this information out to everybody that we can. So without further ado, this is Dr. Harvey Eckert on the line. And he is um, one of the most positive people that I know. Not only is he a chiropractor, but Dr. Harvey is known around these parts of Hawaii as harvest because he harvests a positive attitude and he distributes it through his smile, his laughter, his heart, his love. And we, if we all were to just take that word harvest and harvest our energy to give out as much love and energy as him, the world would be a better place. He is going to be sharing today his immune system building health tips and demonstrating simple techniques that you and I can all do to stay in alignment no matter whether we're sitting, we're standing, we're sleeping, eating. Dr. Harvey has dedicated himself to the healing hearts for nearly four decades. We're dating you, Harvest. He earned his master's degree in human biology and clinical nutrition while practicing as a holistic chiropractor in California since 1985. He's now living on the big island and in his attitude is like mine, why retire when I can inspire? He still goes around and he adjusts myself and all, the, all those who love or who need his service. He emphasizes pain management, rehabilitation, and clinical nutrition. He has traveled internationally and he's studied different cultures and lifestyles along with how food affects not just our bodies, but our moods and everything else. Dr. Harvey Eckard understands the key relationship to living a vital daily disease-free life and its connection to the food we grow and eat above all Dr. Harvest is an awesome human. And without further ado, I would like to take it away and ask you just a, a few questions, Harvey, to get things going. How are you doing today? I'm doing just wonderful. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. And I just want to also give so much gratitude to you for the platform that you create and your dedication. I think the key takeaway from today is to get people enthusiastic about living like the future matters and being aware of everything, like you said, their posture, what they put in their bodies, 
how they spend their time, the music they listen to, it all is synergistically related to their vitality, to their vibrancy. And the law of attraction takes place when you are in flow with things that really are in harmony with the universe. If you push back, like we see going on right now, the way uh, people try to control things, then the, the universe doesn't like that. That's so great. And you know what? I told everybody on social media that at, to hang on to the end because we have a special treat because you just mentioned it too right there, Harvey, um, about how music and what we, you know, what we say, what we listen to and, and, and music is such a important part of that. And we're going to talk about that towards the end. But my first question I wanted to ask you to open the conversation and anybody who would like to put a question into the chat, that would be awesome. He's here to serve and so am I. So we would love for you to ask any questions you have regarding your health, your well-being, or somebody else that you love. And also, if you have anything to contribute to the conversation um, in terms of building our immune system and adjusting our bodies, our diets, and our attitudes, we'd love to hear from you. So um, really, a lot of people, like when you talk to them, about, oh, you got to boost your immune system. A lot of people don't really understand um, what that means and even really where the immune system is in the body or the lymphatic system and how all this plays a huge role in warding off viruses like Corona and uh, cancer and other terminal diseases. So could you just go into, in a lay's term, talking about the lymphatic system and the immune system and what um, what that looks like in our bodies and why? Sure. So to understand how the body functions, we have to realize it's a, like checks and balances, just like when you have things that tear you down, you're not getting enough sleep, too much alcohol, too many stimulants, toxic relationships, the immune system will then become drained. On the other hand, your resistant factors would be like getting enough sunlight, natural vitamin D, taking nutritional supplements, eating organically raised food, spending time being joyful, playful in nature, just building back your body and building a foundation, then you are less prone to these opportunistic organisms. But you brought up the gut-brain connection and how that affects the immune system. Our mind, as you quoted, uh, uh, the mind is like a garden and you can have seeds or you can have weeds. I know you put it in a better term. So it's very important that we allow only positive ideas and thoughts to enter our otherwise we're going to be caught up in that tailspin and sadly the news and the whole way that this world is being run right now big pharma and everything that wants to control any we have to understand that we have choices and when we have good choices good things start to happen in our body the lymphatic system you brought up is almost like a check valve to help make sure that things don't accumulate and we have lymphatics underneath our arms in our groin underneath our our salivary glands that allow us to remove toxins that clog up the blood flow that don't allow the nutrients to get into the cells 
but we have more control over that. We have to know that GMO foods are toxic. Certain uh, gluten products can be very, for people that are gluten sensitive, can also be toxic. And we have to learn to pick and choose. You've heard of bisphenol. It's a, a byproduct of commercialists in our lining of our cans and our plastic bottles. It's not just one dose, it's cumulative. So to live a life where we're uh, positive and proactive and aware, then we kind of minimize those susceptibility factors. And uh, thank God through nature, whether it's through natural occurring, medicinal mushrooms like chaga, rishi, uh, shiitake, that we are given in nature and all the adaptogens from the foods from that are grown here, we can actually rebuild our immune system and keep our physiology in that sweet spot of homeostasis. It's when we become too stressed out and over in overdrive, whether it's from too much caffeine, too many stimulants, that we now become more susceptible to these invading microorganisms. It could be corona, but it could be just the simple flu. Right, absolutely. You know, unfortunately, there are so many natural things available to us that our body will take in and utilize to build the army of the immune system that we have the the ant the natural occurring antibodies we have the stem cells we have the the t cells the helper cells the killer cells they act almost like an army and they have different uh compartments in them and we can actually rebuild them on a daily basis just by breathing fresh air getting vitamin d from the sun and and pumping the priming the pump every day through yoga through listening to pleasant music and uh, drinking pure water and hydrating. All this plays a big role in how our immune system reacts. Yeah, you know, you, you, you just listed like all these things that most of us pretty much, you know, know, right? But we're not hearing all day long, like on the media, is which is putting a whole lot of fear into us what if we listened all day long from the president of the united states or the parliament or wherever you're calling in from and they said everybody is it's mandated to drink eight glasses of water and have some with lemon some with cherry juice some with it's mandatory to eat only fresh local foods it's mandatory to get out and exercise what if what if what if so we are like another channel for media and uh that understands this to remind us every day and it's really important for each of us to be responsible and accountable for our own lives and just by people listening to podcasts like this or, or youtube like this and and constantly reinforcing the things that dr harvey just said uh, will make all the difference and ch changes our attitude, right? So changing. You bring up a very good point because we believe that people need to also be self-motivators as well. Now, in when I practice chiropractic, I try to remove nerve interference because nerve 
control structure and function in the body. And if you have a dampened signal, and that can come from many different ways, from poor posture, from repetitive stress syndrome, from you know not being conscious of how you sleep. So like I said, you've got to become the CEO of your own health. And the way you do that is by becoming more educated and aware of the way you conduct your life from when you wake up in the morning till you put yourself to sleep at night. And um, instead of letting yourself become swept away by all the distractions and the, the media and that fascination that occurs and that instant gratification that we live in that fast-paced world, I have learned to adopt the Aloha lifestyle so that I'm more receptive to the to the whispering of nature. As you practice every day and when you have a relationship with the ocean and you feel its vibration and you feel it cleansing, we have to find ways on a daily basis to enliven ourselves so that we become much more ahead of some of the aging processes and the things that tear us down. Right, we have a choice what we what we want to put into our our bodies and our minds and our spirits and that is the thing that i feel with like getting back to those mandates or taking away or rights taken away and a lot of people right wing or even some left very very left like you know it's not that there be we we as humans as individual people have to decide what is right for us and mental health comes there's a strong food mood connection you know there are people walking around that are depressed they've lost their business they have relatives that have succumbed to the virus they feel uh, completely uh, shut down not being able to communicate their children are being forced to you know wear masks in school but i feel that it's more important that we become more proactive and and become our own decide how we want to live our lives and not get caught up as i said and in other people's opinions and other people's way of conducting themselves right because right now we're being forced to weaken our immune systems masks don't strengthen our immune systems um being closed in doesn't strengthen our immune systems like you said earlier it's that fresh air quality food and sleeping and a lot of people um even some people on the call today are working too many jobs or they're working at night and their biorhythms are all kicked off and what does that do depletes our immune system right it's a lifestyle disease you know diabetes or any of the other chronic diseases that are epidemic in our society if people would just take a step back and not run to the doctor for some magic bullet instead realize that there's a day-to-day routine that they can develop that fits their work schedule and not chasing time but there's a thing called Einstein time where you become part of what you're co-creating and that that can be anything from taking time just to like lie on the beach by the bluffs or just listen to the rhythms of the wind because in essence 
that's also part of your life if you allow it in. Nature therapy is to me the best immune system building thing that has ever happened. Um, just being out in nature, feeling the systems and cycles of nature, getting my feet onto the ground, onto the soil, grounding myself, letting that soil microbiome get through into my body, allowing my animals in my house is another thing, you know, to really help build your immune system. They, they say that, uh, I mean, sci it's scientific evidence, um, but you don't hear that on the news either. But yeah, you know, and then you, I mentioned about depressed, a lot of people, um, feel like this is a rough patch for them and it's affected their relationships, their family. And so I have also spent time studying about how to enliven the happy hormones in your body. Mm -hmm. So you've heard of the neurotransmitters like serotonin and norepinephrine and oxytocin. And we need to give ourselves uh, a chance to eat properly so we're adding to this they've you've heard of ashwagandha well you can now get it in a tea form in a paste you can cook with it and it grows here on the island uh, we also a lot of the adaptogens yeah and to just explain what a lot of people don't know what an adaptogen is or, or how it works can you just explain it that? comes from the word adapt so many of these herbal compounds co are grown in areas and environments where they've had to adapt to harsh climates, whether it was the Siberian uh, forest or different parts of uh, Asia and the Orient. So ginseng is a good example. And when it is taken in on a regular basis, it helps move the needle of our physiology to the center so it now is in balance we don't want to have too much stimulation and we don't want to have too much uh dampening of our system we want our our bodies to flow and we want to keep it in a good balance too much of anything too much water too much sugar too much cholesterol we know that we have to create balance so the adaptogens there's rhodiola there's many things that you can get in tea form, in, in tinctures, and they're perfect for this time that we're struggling with stress. It's known to help with stress. So uh, I strongly recommend people utilize mushrooms that uh, are available to them and utilize, they're now making mushroom coffee, uh, mushroom jerky, Right. But I know that they have the beta globulins that help to kickstart our natural immunoglobulins and antibodies. And uh, we can use them in stir fries and any kind of uh, ways that we want to consume them. But the adaptogen, if you include them, you'll see results because you won't feel shaky or overstimulated. It'll create more of a tranquility effect without causing you too much uh, calmness. You want to be in the moment, but you want to feel your essence and your vitality. Yeah, I just love that that we're talking about these adaptogens. It's like adapting, adjusting, and this is what this whole topic is. But I want to remind people that when we think of mycelium mushrooms, I mean, mycelium is that is that thin th th thread, like a, a fabric that- a Network. That, a network that ties the entire planet together. 
if if everything were to just completely apocalypse now happen, the mycelium would start to rebuild. I mean, it's like a huge spider web that covers every single inch of the earth underneath our feet. And and we when we think about our bodies like that, it's one big web of life. And by adding more um, stimulating foods uh, that that are going to reinforce that mycelium, which is really the core to strengthening our immune system. And when you look at a chart of like our lymphatic system, it, it almost looks like mycelium. You have these main places, but it's just like, it's all interconnected. And that well, is- Well, I, I want to take that one step further. When you do podcasts and you author books and you reach out to people, we want to create more communities of right. people networking together so that if nobody feels alone right because, you know i know that when i'm out by the ocean i don't feel alone mm-hmm. i might be there by myself in this big beautiful island but i never feel alone because of the way i'm embraced and the comfort that i receive and i'd like to have more people allow themselves to be open to that too many people create armor against that and they don't allow themselves to breathe. I've noticed when I work with patients, I tell them over and over again, take a deep breath, let it out. When you give childbirth, what do they tell you to do? Breathe, right? Right. So um, it's important that we build networks and community and have more like-minded people that, that build strength in unity. Right, just like unity in community, build our immunity right unity and we have that very well said and it's true i i know that uh people want to feel i mean people want to feel that they're accepted but at the same time being authentic something that i've been looking into more and studying and not rolling with other people's opinions just feeling your own essence and creating an awareness of being present with that. Absolutely, beautifully said. And you know, what I'd like to take a minute right now, because more people have come in and some people are sitting on the couch, some people might be on their exercise bikes, and some people like us are sitting in a chair. Can you talk us through um, a few postures, because as a chiropractor, how we can adjust ourselves day in and day out in in, in whatever position we're, we're in and let's start with the sitting position because most people are probably sitting while they're listening to this so how, how so if you we- are sure if you're at a desk job where you're in a cubicle or you spend a lot of time online as part of your uh, work you can take micro breaks and grab a hold to the side of a chair and then just create a little resistance to stretch along the side. Mm. You can also start spinning your arms and your hands away from the desk and creating some circular motions. Yeah. And then high five the sky, bringing, reaching up, make believe you're picking apples Mm. or from a tree. And then always, Create breath, breathe strongly in and let your breathe out through your nostrils and get uh, 
the energy flowing that way. Um, some people who have knee problems may need to also create, stretch their knees out as much as they can so that the circulation doesn't get trapped in that area. And then if they're able to get up uh, from their chair for a couple of minutes and start doing almost like hula to the side, hula to the other side, creating some flowing motion, circular motions, because now you're activating multiple muscle groups that need to have their energy flowing. Beautiful. Um, some people like to, you know, you can walk in place. That will also engage some of those hip flexors and then create a little bit of a lean where you're starting to lunge to release that psoas muscle which is a very important muscle relating to lower back pain and the kidneys. It's, it's an emotional area. And unfortunately, that's an area that goes undetected. But if you stretch your psoas on a daily basis, then you're going to release some of that compression that can de deplete some of your core energy. And isn't that right where your your lymphatic system is right there in that groin area too, right? It sure is. Yes. Right? And here, um, so stretch. people that are more uh, limber, they can, I don't know if you can see this, but I'm moving into the sign of four where you uh, lift up your leg and it, put it in the sign of four. Try to hold your hand here. Try to work on some uh, balancing get up on your tippy toes and do some of those stretches that will work those calf muscles, which will then release some of the Achilles tendon and also keep your, your foundation, your feet more relaxed. Also opening and closing your fingers will be very important because all the energy will come out from there. You've probably seen this one here where you turn inside out Maybe step, step back just a little bit so we can see your whole body. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's right. But I'm lately I've been spending more time doing a lot of the hula and just working towards creating waves of motion because that makes me feel more congruent in that spatial dynamic. And the more congruent you are, the word congruent means it fits right in. And, mm -hmm. you know, some people say don't even wear shoes because it takes you away from grounding. And I would agree with that. But, you know, if you if you have to walk on, you know, concrete and stuff, you have to use, wear shoes. But um, those are the main techniques. If you have a floor mat, then you can get into some of the postures like the cat's claw and the cobra and other things. It doesn't take many minutes to can do you, these things. Can you but, show us real quick about the the ears over the shoulder, like how we, how, what about in a standing position, how we're supposed to be in alignment when we're we're just standing, like even if we're at a stand-up desk, we're, how do we want to be? And step back well, a little bit. Step back. lock your knees. When you lock your knees, you end up tightening your hamstrings. So you want to keep them slightly bent. You want to bring your shoulders back almost like a penguin and your hands behind you like this. So you're in that position 
in this position, not too stiff, but just not leaning over like a lot of people will and assess, you know, your placement, whether you have, if you're lucky to have a stand-up desk, most people don't. So you have to balance out, make sure your neck is not craning down all the time, that it's actually somewhat lifting up. If you can create a screen that looks up at you, then you're in better shape than if you have to look down. If you back up just a little, that would be helpful so we can see you. I'm up against, and, and, the, I'm up against the table that, here. But that's perfect. Okay. Um, no, I love what you said. So avoid, yeah, avoid the craning, which a lot of people are predisposed, especially if you're six foot and over. You have to address that when you're doing things. It could be even cooking or doing laundry or dishes or anything like that. Remember, your posture is following you constantly, and it will determine how the energy flows in your body. Absolutely. Like, I like what you said about the penguin um, with the shoulders back. Just thinking about a penguin and, and like a chicken neck, right? Like you, you Yes, the chicken neck is what the neck lordosis or the, the curvature likes. It's the, the flattening of the curve or the stiffness of the military thing that is is working against gravity and we don't want that sleeping posture i can't say enough of getting restful you know uh deep sleep that is like what they call a uh, miracle growth for the brain the brain derived ner uh, nerve factors when you get deep restful sleep and most people think sleep is overrated in my opinion it's the opposite we need to have that rejuvenation sleep. So a good cervical pillow that supports your head and keeps you from bringing your chin in. Maybe you work on your side or on your back. But in the most important thing is that those neck muscles get that seven, eight hours of rest support so that when you have to get up and support your head, you're not having them overcompensate. Absolutely. That's really helpful. What do you think about crossing legs now? Can you just talk about that? Because almost everywhere you go or when you see people, their their legs are crossed and how that affects our posture. Yes. Well, it's closing a circuit, so it's not a good idea. In essence, it's better to keep them open and extend and open up the legs that way if you can, because that will allow proper nerve and chi and the the flow of the blood flow beautiful and um if if people are doing like yoga and sitting in a yoga asana position you know just like for hours at a time um i i personally can't do that um what do you think about that from a chiropractic perspective like like crossing your legs or sitting in it i've a treated patients who have you know done hot yoga where everything gets loosened up and they end up over uh, exerting themselves. So I'm a big fan of moderation and balance. And so, uh, but everybody has a different flexibility index indicator. So uh, for those people who can handle long extended postures, uh, probably it's gonna work, but most people get in trouble with repeated postures that are not being properly stretched so if a person is a car mechanic and his head is bent inside a hood 
or upside down. They need to do reverse that posture and do a full extension so they don't allow the contraction to become dominant and cause a shortening of the muscles and tendons. Right, it's kind of like that yin and yang, right? Kind... But this gets back to being proactive and that positive awareness of how you conduct yourself. It's lifestyle, it's your choices, and it's, you know having people like you who are motivated and enthusiastic and aren't are willing to tell people what they can do, calls of action. To me, that's what it's going to take. More and more people to wake up from, you know, just just getting through life and start thriving. Well, you know, I, I love that little exercise you're showing us what to do, how, how to sit, how to stand, how to walk, how to sleep. There, it, 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 It's so interesting, too, because when you see an actor like, say, Sidney Portier, right, or John Wayne, and you look at their posture, right, or or then you, you look at somebody who's all hunched over and, um, the, you know, and I, I don't want to say names of negative things of people like sometimes myself, um, how much your posture and your alignment and, and adjusting your body can change your attitude. And, and I'd also love for you to speak to how your posture affects your digestion. And then therefore all of this attitude, body, and our diets, it all comes well, back to how it affects the our nerves. The nerves that exit out of the upper mid-back, which we call the thoracic spine, have a direct connection to digestion as well as breathing. So think about it. If you're in a compressed state and you're hunched over, you're not opening up your pulmonary lung tissue, you're actually closing it down. So that's mm. a great lunge right there, you know, where you're opening up. And then when it comes to digestion, you, you know, I think we really need to respect fiber is the new protein. And if we want those friendly bacteria that occupy the microbiome happy so that they can make serotonin and all the immune system connections, then we have to be mindful about how we eat. The posture will dictate the nerve flow. And if the nerve flow is in any way dampened and that impulse is cut off, then you know we lose all that endorphins, we lose all that, all the the electrical energy that our bodies are made of. Right, That's right. the difference between life and working towards rigor mortis. Well, I don't want to get morbid on you, but if you know what I'm saying, it's being vital, vibrant, and elastic. I think swimming, which is something that you embrace on a daily basis, is probably the perfect exercise to enliven the tissues and work in a non-weight-bearing uh, medium. But if you don't have access to water, you can always do it in many other ways. Just, you know, jumping on a trampoline or uh, jump roping or going for hikes and walks and being brisk and alive and not just getting caught up in chasing time or wondering about whether you can squeeze a little bit of love, joy into your life.
An inspiration, you are. Well, you know what? A couple of things I wanted to kind of reiterate here, because as we're coming to the end, and I really want you to share some of your music with us, Harvest, is the, you know, this exercise thing and this posture thing, how important it is for our lymphatic system, like you mentioned a trampoline or just bouncing up and down, that's what's gonna get that lymph, lymph going, right? And that is so important. And I'd like to invite everybody now, um, you know, who's listening to this to get up and stand up and do a little jump in the air, um, you know, just- If you don't have a trampoline, you know, those oversized gymnastic balls, you can, you know, bounce. develop good balance and posture and start doing some cross crawl patterning where you're working with the opposite leg, opposite arm. That also creates a neural network that re rebalances you off because people can get, there's a term called switched and you're familiar with dyslexia, but this is even just getting, getting out of balance neurologically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and one thing that, is so important when we're talking about this posture, adjusting our bodies, our diets and our attitudes is having things being fluid. Like you said earlier, and we were talking about the mycelium and everything. If we don't have enough fluid, all systems stop. I mean, we can't live, they say for less, more it's than- It's the elixir of life. It's the elixir of life. And so every time you come to these calls, you'll see me, I'm drinking cherry juice and lemon here. And I make a point of almost like putting it in front of you. So you'll guys will go and, and I'll go, I'm going to go get something to drink. <laughs> Coconut water for me today. But you know, another thing that I know you're a, a very uh, excellent dancer. Dancing has now been shown to be one of the best uh, anti Alzheimer dementia kind of activities because you're following your partner, you're in sequence, and you're moving your body. Absolutely. So let's all get our dancing shoes on and just dance our pants off. I love that harvest. I love that. You know, after you down that coconut water, um, I, I think that we might want to get in some love, joy and inspiration and get everybody up moving. And, and if there's no questions or if you ever have questions, but we've, um, I would, I would like to invite you always to put it in the chat or to put something down below because we always check um, the podcast. It, th this actually is now available on podcast and the replays will be on YouTube and you'll all get links for that. Um, and we love that everybody shows up for these calls and, and, and brings your spirit and your love and your light because it helps us all adjust when, like Harvest said, when we're in community, building community like this and what we listen to and what we absorb into our bodies and our minds and our spirits is going to help us music is medicine music music is medicine right more more music <laughs> more and music we, we started right in the womb listening to our mother's heartbeat the rhythm and then you know we're exposed to the sounds of the birds the sounds of the ocean we need to keep music going because it's part of well, it's my muse, but I, I'm saying it's everyone has a special place where they can sing and feel a part of music. And as Plato said, I, I can't exactly, but it, it, without music, you know, it's it's the universal language. 
Absolutely. I love that you said that. So why don't you pick up that ukulele and show us what you got. And if I would like to everybody who's either on this podcast or on YouTube to get up, feel the energy and the love, joy and inspiration that comes from harvest and be aware of your posture, be aware of what you're putting in your body, because that is going to make all the difference to your attitude, which will make all the difference to the outcome in your life each and every day, being mindful right in the moment. Brand new strings on this. You gotta step back, step back. So beautiful. You know, love, joy, gratitude, and inspiration. That to me, all of that together is um, everything we talked about, talking about to a head and adjusting our mindset to having more love, more joy. Everybody wants something to love, somebody to take care of, and something to do that passionate and when we find our kuliani or our purpose, then you know it it just motivates us more and more. But we need to seek and find that. We have to go there. It's it's there. We have to find it. Beautiful. And and with that, I would like to thank you so much, Dr. Harvest Eckhart, for being here, Harvest, and sharing your brilliance and helping all of us to get more in tune and alignment with our true purpose, who we are, what we love to do, and finding, like you just said, our purposeful why. And when we have gratitude, we find more love and joy and inspiration. And we attract 
so much more and we with gratitude. Uh, and when we're postured just right, we attract people to us. Nobody wants to look like that and track somebody. No, no, <laughs> big mahalos to you for creating this platform, for reminding people that a dose of positivity is just like getting up in the morning and God preparing you breakfast. <laughs> I love that. Take us out with Living Like the Future Matters Harvest. Aloha.